Welcome to the Football Pool Podcast, Episode 1. Maybe we call this um, the pilot program. Maybe we call this, uh, let's see if it's worth fucking doing. Um, I don't know, but uh, I'm your host, Brad Zenner. I am also your commissioner in the football pool. And uh, um, the idea behind this was originally to give uh, all of you kind of little insight into uh, a little bit of behind the scenes, pulling the pulling the curtains back. And, and each week I'll try and interview uh, a different person who's in the pool, kind of talk a little bit about their history, talk a little bit about their story, and then also kind of go over the, the week coming up. So we're trying this out, see if it's worth it. We don't know, um, but I know, I think we'll have fun. And, and uh, to start off with, uh, the first person who uh, I wanted to pick um, to interview for uh, the Football Pool Podcast is Saul Brandis. How are you doing, Saul? Good. I'm doing well, Brad. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, I'm glad you could make it here. Um, and the reason why I picked you first um, is selfishly because, um, so for those of you who, who are not kind of at Fallon, um, Saul uh, and I... Uh, Pretty much almost uh, regularly on Wednesday, which is today is Wednesday, we kind of go through the games for the next week. And uh, and that was kind of the inspiration for uh, for me doing this podcast. So uh, so I'm glad you could be here. Um, um, Saul, too, you would think that Saul has a little bit of an insight into uh, football because for most of his adult adult life. He's been around professional and college athletes, and even football players, too. Is that right, Saul? Oh, yeah. I trained uh, football players at the U for years. So um, um, <laughs> do, you, um, do you feel like that gives you a little bit more of an insight into the uh, thinking of, a, of an athlete and, and how they approach the game? Or has that helped you uh, in any way in the football pool? No. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'm pretty familiar with uh, what motivates athletes and kind of how they think, but that doesn't correlate to predicting outcomes of football games. I should say, though, too, um, that Saul and I, at least this year, have something in common um, because we both have zero points. Yes, we're the, we're the bagel masters. <laughs> so, which also might lend some credence to the, um, the authentic authenticity of this, uh, of this podcast and how we go through these matchups in a little bit because it probably doesn't matter a damn bit, right? right because we, we both have zero points. Right, we both suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> and we have we have different strategies, I believe, and, but but similar outcomes. Right, that's exactly right. So, um, how uh, how long have you been in the pool? I should know this, being the commissioner. I should have done my research. Oh but gosh, uh, I really don't know. Um, it's been like six, seven years. I was gonna say seven, uh, eight. Yeah, yeah seven, eight. Been. We've been in this building for like ten years, and yep. not long after. I didn't even know about it. Yep. And then one day, I but it was quite a few years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. And. Um, What's what's been your impression? I like we talk about getting zeros, but like um, overall, what do you think of the concept? I'm not trying to get like a stroke on the back or anything from you. No, but. no, I understand. I think I think it's fun, and I think it uh, the the format, the way it's uh, set up, uh, lends itself to you know 
anyone uh, being able to win points. Right. Even someone that's uh, hardly a football fan right. or even someone that doesn't follow uh, football uh, very, very closely. They could be a casual f- follower, and they may just be aware of a couple good teams and right. maybe pick one team one week or two teams one week that they know are good, successful teams and have a chance to win. Right, right. So um, um, – Without like taking, uh, uh, without like revealing your strategy in how you approach the games, like what's the, is there a general trend that you, that you follow? Do you have a certain routine that you go through the week or what, how do you go about making your picks? Well, what, after the, after a couple of years of not winning the pool, (laughs) I started looking at it, and I realized that uh, there's an, there's another way of winning. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously, if you accumulate the most points at the end of the season, you 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 win the pool. But there are weekly winners as well. And uh, and I started examining that, and I, I I came to the conclusion that all I have to do is win one week, and if there's a carryover, okay, uh, the 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 cash prize for that for, for that week is even greater than if there isn't a carryover right. but even if there isn't uh if you win one any individual week i think it's like 33 dollars or something you double your entry fee so my strategy is not to week not to win the overall pool but to try to win uh, a, a a weekly game if mm-hmm. you will okay mm-hmm. and so i uh, set up my 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 picks to try to accomplish that but so far this year i've uh successfully failed to achieve that well, that's the thing about the NFL, and that's the the funny thing is, like when new people join the pool, is they tend. Uh, th- we all think this should be easy, shouldn't it? Yeah, well, it's not that easy because uh, for for a lot of reasons. Now, you can you can get it into the weeds in terms of you know analytics and analyzing every team, every game, every player, every position. These fantasy football people, that's what they do. Yep. And and then you can get caught up in all this stuff, right? Trying to determine, you know, who has an advantage, who has an edge, who's not going to play well for, for, for whatever reason, who's going to play well, and uh, and you can you can be right ninety percent of the time, but you have to be right hundred percent of the time exactly to win right. in the pool, and that's what makes it tough. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's it. you know, uh, and um, the inspiration for the pool came out of. Um, like literally going to Vegas and making parlay bets um, and um, knowing that the idea is that if you can nail five games, you're going to get a nice little payout in Las Vegas. Um, so that's... But, but there is a difference. Yeah. Okay, because you're also taking odds yes. in Vegas. Yes. And uh, which, which makes... It, your pool or the Fallon pool even yeah. more challenging yep. because you're just uh, picking matchups face to face, one on one. In Vegas, you know, and I've spent time in Vegas over the mm-hmm. years, and I've I've placed bets in in sports book, and I used to like um, uh, home underdogs. Okay, okay. and if it was a t- t- six points uh, or or within six points, I'd, I'd pick that team, and I have a pretty good chance of winning. Sure, uh, but we can't do that with a pool, right? Because no matter what the odds are, it's still one team versus the other team, and you got to pick the winner. And it's straight up. Yep. It's straight up, and yep. it, it's, it makes it that much tougher. Yep. You could, 
you know, you could uh, pick a team and you get the points, and in Vegas you win, but yeah. not in the pool. <laughs> That's exactly right, and um, and it's it it you know the 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 interesting thing is that when people first come into the pool when they join it they uh will start off the first few weeks picking seven eight nine games and realize that it ain't easy picking eight out of eight nine out of nine even tell sometimes even four out of four right oh yeah well you've got the the history and you've got the yeah. statistics uh you know at least a couple times a, a season someone wins a weekly pot with maybe two or three picks, right. two or three points, because you know the majority of the pool pick what we consider to be uh, a no-brainer, okay, <laughs> a, a team that's heavily favored to win. Yep. They get upset. That destroys the pool for 90% of the players, and there's someone sitting there that picked two games. Yep. Goes home with the money. Yeah, and we saw that even this week with New England losing at Tennessee. And even, like, although the Jets are not a quality team to begin with, but they were playing Buffalo at home, which should have been a no-brainer, right, Saul? Should have been a victory. Right, right. And um, and they crapped the bed, too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I guess when they say, like, um, in the NFL any given Sunday, they really mean it because anybody can beat anybody on any week, right? Well, look what happened to Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo coming to Minnesota. That was they're looking forward, you know, looking ahead to the next game and uh and that 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 loss at the end of the year could come back and really haunt them. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. As he as Vikings fans as we are. Right. Um um, yeah, that took a few weeks to get over because well, not, well, not only that, but but at the end of the year, it's going to be I think it's going to be close in the right. north, right? And that game could make the difference between winning or go, moving on into the playoffs or not. Yep. And so yeah, yep. you, any team, any bad quote unquote team, uh, if you, they're all professional athletes and they're yep. all professional football players, nope. Uh, and they play for pride, and yeah, they can upset. I mean. Some would consider uh, New, New England losing to Tennessee a, a bit of an upset. Sure. Uh, I certainly am one of them. Sure. Uh, ha having picked uh, New England to beat, beat Tennessee, and although Tennessee's been playing well, uh, I still don't think they're the football team that New England is. So, yeah. It's well, tough. that brings up another topic, though, too, like um, because New England with Tom Brady has been on this plateau for so long. And we really started to see a little bit. Now, it's one game in a 10-game season so far for them. But um, um, usually at this time of the year, the Patriots are clicking on, on all cylinders. And we didn't see that this time um, no, last no, we Sunday. No, but I think that's going to start this coming Sunday. You think so? Yeah. And, uh, well, I still think that they're an outstanding team and Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Um, it, it's almost like uh, in basketball or in hockey. Every once in a while, you know, someone takes a position off or someone takes a shift off. Right. Okay. Kind of just kind of goes through the motions or doesn't put out the effort that they should. Uh, I, I to me, it didn't seem like, uh, especially on the offensive side, uh, New England mentally was in the game. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. but I, I, I wouldn't count them out at all. No. Okay. Interesting. So then let that kind of circles us back to um, a little bit on, on your history in that for quite a while you were sitting on the bench 
of the Minnesota Timberwolves as a strength and conditioning coach. Yeah, 13 years. Um, so as you kind of sat on the bench, um, are there times or were there times that you could see like, oh, the Wolves tonight, we're, there's no way that we're going to be able to compete with this team, not because of who they were playing, but because of the the player's mindset or the, how they were acting on the court in warm-ups or in the locker room or could you tell that uh most times or or was it like hit and miss yeah uh it's sometimes it's very obvious if, if the if the team isn't ready to play yeah uh and i I'd, I'd be involved with the players before games yep uh before practices during practices and you can you can just get a read then you talk to the uh to the coaches um uh but then sometimes they surprise you okay uh, unfortunately, when, when I was there, uh, especially for the first uh, four or five years, uh, that occurred about 60 times a season. <laughs> <laughs> and so, <laughs> whether it was, and, and it wasn't always lack of effort, right. uh, it was just that we were overmatched. Right. And uh, we just couldn't compete with some of these teams. And um, although I will say this, I will say this. Yeah. And this is not about the fo- football pool, but you no, asked no, me no. the question about yep. the. the the attitude of players and how that is reflected in their play. Um, the second year uh, of our team, uh, we won 29 games under coach Bill, Bill Musselman. Mm-hmm. And I learned from very reliable sources within the league uh, that teams coming, uh, that was the first year at the, at the Target Center, teams coming to Minneapolis did not want to play us mm. because they knew in order to beat us, they had to work really, really hard. And one thing about the, the NBA, mm-hmm. Hard work, okay, is kind of like a uh, is, is like a like a negative phrase, if you will. They right. only want to work hard when they want to, and that's maybe just for a few minutes every game. Right. So, so they, so we were able to get some respect that way. Right. Uh, right. But subsequently, subsequent years, uh, until we finally made the playoffs, um, yeah, there were a lot of nights where you know we were overmatched, and the guys knew it, and uh, you know. If you're if you're standing in front of Michael Jordan and you're uh, and you're supposed to guard this guy and right. you're let's say a high school player, right? No matter what you do, right. no matter how hard you try, right? You know, he's going to score 50 points on you, right? right? I mean, and so that that happens in the professional level too. I mean, I'm supposed to guard this guy? Right. Are you kidding me? Right. I, sh- I, I, I I I should be in in the minor leagues, okay? I should be playing, you know, someplace, you know, like. And you know South America or something in some other leagues. So anyway, you'd think that would has to carry over like in the same mentality in football too. So for example, if um, Arizona Cardinals are going up against Kansas City and they're eight and one, and Arizona is not having a good season by any means, and even though it's any given Sunday, you still you gotta think that. The players' right, right. mindsets are going to be like this is going to be a tough road, isn't it? Right, and it's a little bit different in football because so much, especially offensively, so so much uh, of of the load falls in the, you know the hands of the quarterback. And as a player, if you don't have confidence in your quarterback, yep, no matter what p- position player you happen to be, uh, and uh, and you don't think your quarterback can deliver the ball and make plays uh, to help win games. Uh, no matter what you do, yep. okay, that affects the whole team. Yep. Uh, but yeah, you know, you you go out there and you you know snap it on and you do the best that you can. But right. uh, that that kind of those thoughts also enter the mind of all players in all sports when they're sure. overmatched like that. Sure. 
Um, so that being said, let's uh, snap it on ourselves here and uh, let's take a look at this week's uh, matchups. And and now uh, while we do this, Saul, I'm not going. I don't want you to like reveal like picks? how many picks you're gonna make or what like that but um this is something that we'll we'll do uh, in future weeks with other people but we kind of talk about yeah who we think should win and who we who we think don't and and maybe too like as we go through this if if um uh just to again kind of peek behind the curtain to see what what you think about like is, is there something specific that you're looking at um um, as we go through these matchups, like versus one, one side versus another, um, just as a way to kind of, uh, to kind of give people ideas. Um, yeah, and, 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 and my strategy is just to try to, try to win a weekly pool, yep. a weekly uh, payout. Yep. And so, yeah, I, and I base my picks on that. Yep. Perfect. Okay. So let's start Thursday night game: Green Bay Packers four and four and one at Seattle Seahawks four and five. Well, uh, what do you think? Green Bay starting to play better. Yep. Aaron Rodgers, you know, he can be a magician at yep. times, and uh, I think he had a. A bad knee or bad something, and he wasn't yeah. able to move like he uh, typically can and, and create plays that way. Yeah. Uh, so I think even though they're playing Seattle, Seattle, they're kind of an up and down team, and mm -hmm. they, uh, kind of an, an enigma. That so, some weeks they can play very very well, and other weeks they don't play so well. So uh, that's a game I probably wouldn't touch. No. Because, yeah, because anything can happen. Yep. But I wouldn't be surprised if Green Bay goes in there and wins that game. And I wouldn't be surprised if Seattle wins it either. Right. Like, either way, right? Right. Yep. So that, I'm yeah, not that's, touching that No, game. no, no, no. Good idea. Uh, all right. Let's look at the Sunday games. Um, Dallas at Atlanta. Well, uh, both both Dallas and Atlanta yeah. have been disappointments right. this year. Uh, they've had, they had aspirations of going deep into the playoffs and, and being a contender for the Super Bowl. Um, Atlanta is a Jekyll and Hyde team for sure. Uh, Dallas has some some issues, I think, starting with ownership. Right. But uh, well, Dallas two weeks ago loses to Tennessee, and we, Tennessee might be a little bit more legit than we think. They're, right. They're, they're starting to play much better. But then they came back and beat Philadelphia in Philadelphia last right, week. Right. Right. I agree. But Philadelphia is not the same team that won that's the Super true. Bowl. That's true. That's exactly but, right. But that's another game I wouldn't touch. Although. No. If I if someone put a gun to my head, I'd pick Atlanta. Yeah, because they're at home and it's a must win for them. Yeah, I'm with you, and I think Atlanta seems to have their mojo a little bit better at home too. Right, and right. And, and then the East is it's it's anybody's uh, division to win too. Yep. yep. Um, all right, uh, Carolina Panthers at the Detroit Lions. This might be one of your no brainers that you like well, to say, right? Yeah, I mean, D Detroit is just totally discombobulated mm -hmm. uh I, I think the vikings s sacked um stafford stafford like 10 times yep. or something that's a couple exactly weeks ago. right yep uh and uh and carolina is starting to play better and with, yep. with more confidence so yeah I, I i have to pick i would pick carolina over detroit every time yeah I think the way so detroit's too. playing i'm totally with you um tennessee at indianapolis well that's a tough pick too i think yep. uh tennessee is really starting to play better uh, Mariota is uh, showing signs of uh, maturity. Uh, he's making good decisions. He's not getting intercepted as much as he used to. He's moving around like he did when he was in college. Uh, You're not going to touch that game, though, are you? But Indianapolis is playing better, too. I know. And, and, yep. and, and, and so I don't know. I, 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 it depends on what the other games 
right. ma- how they match up. I might go back to that game, but Kay. right now I'm not touching it. So that takes a little bit into your thought process too, is that you kind of look at the whole, the, the schedule as a whole and go from there. Right. right? Again, again, with the objective of, of winning that weekly pot. Right. And, and what I typically do, and this is, you know, other people use the same strategy, I'll pick X amount of games, let's say, in the morning or mm-hmm. the noon starts mm-hmm. and see what happens, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, if, I, if, I, if I get points, then I'll pick afternoon games. Sure. But I go back and I, I, I look at every matchup. Um, okay, so then let's look at uh, Tampa Bay at the New York Giants. Yeah, oh, both these God. Teams, so. Oh, God. Um, I mean, right? New York, I mean, talk about ugly yeah. football. Yeah. But uh, – and Tampa Bay's up and down. I think yeah. they're uh, they're Gross. starting their backup quarterback, right? Yep, they are. Yeah, uh, and he's and, awful too. And, yeah, right. And uh, yeah. you know what? That's another game I wouldn't touch. No. I know someone's got to win. Yeah, right. Right. Someone's got to win. Well, not necessarily. They, they could, could be tie. a tie. Gross. Uh, but you know, if I if I again if if I, had, if I had to make a pick, I'd pick New York. Yeah, because I don't know if you know. It's one thing being embarrassed out in Oakland or something, mm-hmm. but in front of these New York fans, yeah. uh, you got to deal with the derision of the New York crowd. Uh, so they might be, uh, Manning might be able to, you know, pull one out of his head. I don't know. I think I think that all depends on if it's going to be a high scoring game or a low scoring game. I think if it's high scoring, I think Tampa has a shot to win. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, again, and that's another one of those games where I just put that aside yep. and I'd look at the others yeah. and might maybe go back to yeah. it. Yeah, God, yeah. Um, all right, here's a battle of six and three teams, Houston at Washington. Well, Washington lo- uh, won last week. Yep. Uh, but then uh, the week before they lost at home. Yep. Uh, I think to Atlanta. Yep, you're right. Was, you know, and I picked Washington to win. Uh, so they're kind of up and down, although they have a pretty, you know, they have a good record, six yep. and three. Um, uh, Houston, uh, I like their quarterback and uh, what's the name of that receiver? Do you remember DeAndre uh, Hopkins? Yes, I like him. Mm-hmm. He, um, so I tell you what, Washington is up and down. I again, if I had to pick that game, God. I would. If Houston's healthy, yeah, I'd give them a chance to win. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you. That's uh, that's another one that. I don't know if I'd touch unless I, I know. Have to, right? Here's the problem, you know, so, some of these games that I, I wouldn't touch, I'm going to have to. Right. Right. That's, well, yeah, and that You're gets forced. a little bit into the I mean, strategy, if, right? unless unless I want to pick two games. Yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I, I need more that points into the strategy. That's why the pool is right. so great, right? Um, all right. Uh, God, another garbage oh game. My God. I can't believe Oakland that. Oakland at Arizona. Can you imagine what the NFL people are doing looking yeah. at this? game and, well, and it's i don't a, think they're gonna flex it and move it to sunday night <laughs> oh god oh my god but like you're not touching this unless you have to right right that's because a, uh, because it's the, t- t- the 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 ugly bowl yes it, it really is um I, don't, I have no idea what's going to happen with these two teams that's not, so we shouldn't ugly. even talk about that Gruden's game, getting right? paid how much yeah he's getting 10 million a year 10 million a year yeah. for one eight guess yeah. what yeah Bradley, we should apply for that job. No I think we could coach his team to one and eight. And I think his is all guaranteed too. So is like, that right? If, we wouldn't even want guaranteed money. No. If we can improve on, on that record, yeah, you know, we'll take maybe ten percent. Yep. Of, of yeah. what they're paying him. He's Sh- it's, but it's interesting though because I think he's uh, like totally 
tanking, just butchering that team because he knows in two years they're going to be in Las Vegas. And so he's setting up next year. He's got tons of draft picks. He's going to get young. He's going to suck next year. But then when they move to Vegas, he's going to say, hey, I've got rookies and I've got second year players. I've got a whole bunch of young guys. We're going to be energetic. We're going to be alive and they're going to dazzle those Las I Vegas. I think that's what the game plan is yeah. and I think that's what his vision is and I'm sure he's sold the owners on it. Yep. So yeah, I yeah, he's not a, yeah, he's a very bright guy. So He's pissing off his players though. Right, right. Well, because a lot of these guys aren't going to be around. Right. And he's old school. Right. He's the my way or highway Yep. kind of you know Bud Grant you know yep uh, tradition coach yep. so yeah but I I think uh, I think uh, you're right he's looking forward you know down the road yeah uh, 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 when they move to uh, Vegas and uh, he'll have draft picks for young players trade for good players and who knows in five years they might be contending yep um, next let's look at Denver at the Chargers. Gosh, I was really rooting for Case Keenum to to do well <laughs> this year. I, I really was. Yeah. Because he's such a likable guy. Yep. And uh I don't know if you how if he was treated fairly or not by uh the the Vikings uh coaches and, and ownership, mm-hmm. but uh they know more about it than I do and uh and so far um Three and six and five th- is different than and poor and, and and worse than five three and one. I think that's what the Vikings yeah, record is exactly. Yeah. And uh, and I think the Chargers are a good team. Yeah, they are. And I think so they've won I, like I six would, in a row too. Yeah, I I'd, I'd have home. to I'd have to pick the Chargers. Although they're playing in a soccer stadium, and even though I like soccer, that's a small like the Chargers are definitely the the um, second class citizen of the Los Angeles. Everybody loves the Rams. Um, and the Chargers are an afterthought, really. Right, right, right. But they're doing, they're playing well. Yeah, that used to be the same thing with the Lakers and the Clippers. Yep. Uh, the Clippers played um, in the, uh, gosh, it was by the Coliseum. Yep. And we called it the Clip Joint. <laughs> and uh, and uh, we mean, you know, the, the other NBA teams. Yep. Um, and uh, and they were like, you know, the the redheaded stepchild of of. Of that area, the the Lakers were the team, yep. and even when you went to to uh, their arena, uh, the Coliseum back in those days, um, it was just so much nicer sure. than where the Clippers played. Sure. So anyway, yeah, that's what the the the, the situation in uh, uh, between the Chargers and the uh, the Rams is yep. right now. Okay, so last two games, uh, Sunday night, our Minnesota Vikings five three and one at Chicago. Well, I gotta tell you, um, I don't. I, I don't like picking uh, Vikings games. I do once in a while. Yeah. Uh, but that one really, really scares me. I see nothing but bad things happening, yeah. and uh, Chicago's got a ton of momentum. I don't like coming off a bye week uh, against a team that's confident, that's yeah. playing well. Uh, I know the the argument can be made that it's given us given the Vikings time to, for some players to heal up. I uh, and Chicago's pass rush and defense. Uh, I mean, people forget. Uh, I mean, th- these guys get on you, yep. and uh, I think Cousins is going to have a hard time. You know, the offensive line is going to have a hard time protecting Cousins, and I can see uh, Chicago winning that game. Yeah, by that's ten, a game by we ten don't points touch, right? And then turnovers. I just I think. I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with that game, but I, if I pick it, I'm not going to pick the Vikings to win. No, that's um, 
that's one of those games where you just yeah you yeah pick it if you have to but I know, there's like four or five of them so far yeah. like that but again i'm gonna have to go th- back through all the games and pick a couple of those right because i need to get so many points to uh, have a chance of winning that uh, that weekly pool. Right, right. Um, there's a couple of other games that, that got left off of our uh, printed sheet here that we need to talk about, too, um, before we get to the Monday night game. Uh, Pittsburgh, 6-2-1 at Jacksonville. Pits- and Jacksonville's 3-6. Uh, and six. Jacksonville, last year, uh, AFC Saxonville. championship. Yeah, they were Saxonville last year. And this year, they're just they garbage. Suck. Yeah, yeah. And 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 Pittsburgh starting to go on a roll. Yep. Uh, I would uh, if I pick that game, I'd have to take Pittsburgh. That definitely, even might though Jacksonville's be a, at home, that might be a game to pick. Right, actually, right, right. Um, and then um, here's another one that looked um, beginning of the season looked like it could be a good matchup. Um, Philadelphia at four and five is at the New Orleans Saints, and New Orleans oh, is eight uh, one at New Orleans Saints. Yeah, bit the house on New Orleans. That's yeah, no brainer. That's You're a no brainer. I'm calling it. That's Perfect. a no brainer. I'm sorry. The way Drew Brees and those guys are playing, uh, although the the Vikings statistically beat them in every category except yep. for the final score. Right. Uh, uh, if it wasn't for a couple of turnovers, uh, so they. Knew something about that team, and uh, they're able to. If they were able to execute, they had a really good chance of winning. Right. But they, they're running what a six, seven game winning streak now. Yep. Uh, going into uh, the dome down there, um, I wouldn't uh, give anybody a chance. I, I think you're right on playing. that. That might be a pick. That might be a, yeah, that's a, a no, pick. That's a, that's a no brainer. Yep. Um, okay. And then last Monday night game, this originally was going to be played in Mexico City, but yeah, they, they, they change. Yeah, they changed it just yesterday. They moved it to L.A. because the field in Mexico City was garbage. Oh, the quality of the field. So Kansas City nine and one at Los Angeles Rams nine and one. How about that? Like the that that's the thing about this week. We've got a couple of games that are both teams are absolute garbage, and we got a couple of games where both teams are quality teams. Super Bowl contenders, right? Absolutely. One of these two teams will probably end up in the Super Bowl. You don't touch this game though, right, Saul? Uh, no, I, I, uh, I don't think I touch the game. But um, I like the Chiefs. Do you? Yeah. Even, yeah. Even though obviously moving it back to L.A. is a Makes huge a difference. advantage, right? Because uh, Mexico City would have been basically a neutral field. Yep, exactly. Uh, but I, I, I like the Chiefs. Um, I mean, they're they they they're running on all cylinders. So, but I probably won't pick the game. No, no, no. I I'm totally with you. Um, that'll be a fun game to watch at least yes, next Monday, yes, right? Yes, for sure. Yes, yes, for Monday night for sure. Um. All right. Well. Um. What'd you think, Saul? Oh, First great. One? Yeah. It was just this like is good sh- stuff. Yeah. Right? Just like schmoozing. You know. <laughs> uh, uh. On. Uh, Wednesday or Thursday mornings, uh, yeah. hot stove league, kind of figuring out what happened the Sunday before and uh, trying to predict what's going to happen uh, the following Sunday. It's a good so way to kill uh, kill a half hour, huh? Easily. All yeah, right. It's very good. easy to do, and it's fun, and uh, hopefully uh, I'll get to the uh, pay window here at some that's point. That's right. That's absolutely. That's what we all shoot for, right? So make sure you get your picks in, right? That's yeah, important. Yeah, you got to get picks in every week. You yep. can't. You, you can't win unless you make your picks. Amen, right? So if you spent the 15 bucks, you might as well make the picks, right? Yeah, you just put the little thing on your phone to remind yep. you, right? It's super easy, yeah, right? I yep. do it yeah, every Sunday morning. No, I don't miss any. All right. And I travel, um, too. I, you are, like, dedicated 
uh, pick player. Yeah, I don't miss any. No, meat. I was in I was in South Dakota duck hunting. I was sitting in the blind, and before I went out, I sent the picks out. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect, huh? Works out. Um, so thanks for coming. I appreciate oh, it. Thank thanks you, for Bradley. joining me. Uh, this was a lot of fun, and uh, and that wraps up the first episode pilot uh, test episode of the Football Pool Podcast. So thanks for uh, thanks for listening. <laughs>